You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. That's what they sound like. To the un- to the untrained ear. Yeah, okay, anyways. Yeah. Wind. Wind on the microphone. Mm. Okay. Let me do the intro here. Mm. What was that? It's the wind. From a book. The wind from a book. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Candace and Jess. Judge a book by its cover, and I'm Candace. And I am Jess. Welcome to the only podcast on the whole gosh darn internet where it's Candace and Jess judging books on their covers. We don't read these books, um, but we sure as heck do look at the covers and then tell you what the, the hidden gem of a story is inside the book. Also... One of us is recording in a closet. We'll leave that. We'll leave it up to you. We'll put clues. We'll sprinkle clues throughout the episode, um, and then you can you can send in uh, a few Candace and Jess um, box Guesses? tops, and oh, okay. then take a guess uh, to to your thoughts of who it is, and we'll send you. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get send you an IOU for a hug. Oh, nice. <laughs> Okay, well, I uh, brought the vacuum. At least you know that's here. I, I I like that you've dressed it up. Yeah, it's got... Well, you know, um, I don't know if I talked about this or not on the show because it was such a... <sighs> Tyler did some laundry. Okay. He does his own laundry. He always does laundry, but he did some of my laundry. So uh. sweet, right? Well, he dyed everything I own pink. Oh, and no. that is uh, the color that you can see hanging oh. on there. Um, he's, he's, he Simpsoned yeah, eh? Yeah, one of my, oh my God, bless his soul. One of the things that were in the wash was like a 1920s gown from my grandmother. It's not a gown. It's like a sleeping dress. It's like a nighty yeah. nightgown. And um, yeah, he dyed it pink and it had some really nice blue um, stitching on it that turned purple. And I couldn't even be mad because I kind of like it more now. Yeah. It was really old and really starting to lose its... It was really getting to the point where something needed to be done. And he took it upon himself to do it. And basically, I don't know if I... I'm sorry, guys, if I've already told the story. But when I came home from a quick trip away, I made this sound where I went, because I realized that I had left something or something happened. And Tyler heard that sound of disappointment. He said, oh, yeah. I turned all your stuff pink. So as soon as he said, oh, yeah, to me making that sound, he was like, right, the thing she's going to be disappointed about. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wait, didn't wait, wait, say before it. you use up all that disappointment. Here, yeah, I'm I gonna got just, something for you. If you're already there, let's just, it's yeah. okay. You're already in that place. <laughs> as soon as I made that sound and he said, oh, yeah, I have something to tell you. I was like, oh, no, you know it's bad. Mm-hmm. But that's the sound that... That creates the memory. Yeah. Um, but That's Tyler, not a baby, great time to have a memory. <laughs> yeah. And he's okay. He's not in any trouble. Um, Jess, I have to tell you something about today. Oh, okay. Okay. First <laughs> oh, of all, okay. Jess is drinking blue Pepsi. Yeah, they brought it back. <laughs> did it ever leave? I don't know. It did. They had okay. it because I remember it back in Campbell River. So I think it was probably like... Uh, Early 2000 or 1999, somewhere around there, 
yeah. I remember I remember drinking blue Pepsi because one time I was really, really baked in the back seat of a friend's car. And what we used to do is we would just like drive around and like smoke weed in parks and then go to the store, get munchies. That's like yeah. a lot of people did that. That's just what you did in a small town. And I did that and I oops. And I um I uh, went and bought a blue Pepsi and uh it was like the new thing and they just brought it out and I sat there for a few minutes looking at the bottle and I was all like, Man, why are they trying to be so cool, Pepsi? You like you release like a new color of Pepsi and then you're only gonna spell it the French way. And then about Three seconds later, I realized that I was just reading the French side of the bottle, which is right. a joke. That's all you Canadians will understand, and everyone right. else in the world will not. Maybe right. France. Maybe France, they'll get it. <laughs> I don't think they have English on one side. No. Uh, also, do you remember that song? It was like, I'll make it up to you in the year 2000. It was about Blue Pepsi. It was oh. Silver Chair, I believe. Um. Okay. Well, no. What I have to tell you about today is not just just. Uh, it's the first day of my fucking vacation. Woo! I'm so excited! By the time this episode comes out, I will be back to work. Uh but I can live in this right now. Mm-hmm. I can enjoy this right now. Definitely. And something that has happened to me over the last couple of days, and has happened to a lot of my friends, family, um, associates. Is we all getting that second COVID shot because we're so fucking lucky to have access to it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, at last episode, I know I was talking about this a little bit because I was trying to figure out that whole like uh, bandage tape for breaking in shoes. Well, I figured it out. You put it on your feet, not on the shoes. Yeah. And I have been breaking in my new pair of Doc Martens for the last <laughs> two weeks. I thought you were going to say, I've been breaking in my new pair of feet. <laughs> that is almost what I need after this. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Thing about me, I wish I was just a normal person who could wear fucking sneakers. I can't. No. I need, like, that platform. I need some crazy hellish boot. The thing is, is that the boots last, like, three to four years. Doc Martens would like to say a lifetime. That is not sh- true with uh, walking like these two feet do. Yeah. So, by the time three years go by, I forget what breaking in a pair of Docs feels like completely forget mm-hmm. and then i'm like oh which ones do i want like i don't even know how i did it before because i never had this tape i don't know what i'm doing just you just I did have... it you maybe it was when you were younger mm. your your feet were tougher well or i just didn't sense. give a shit yeah. no well everything about you is tougher when you're younger i used to stick needles through my body everywhere I would pierce myself all the time. I would cut my hair off. I'd fucking do crazy shit. I don't do that. If a piercing fell out and I was like, oh, I'd re-pierce it. I wouldn't re-pierce anything that is on my body at this point. If yeah. It came out. Maybe. Would you, would, you pay, would you go and pay for it or? I don't even know. Yeah. You know, like I have this little part of me that just says, I just don't give a fuck if there's something or not. So I don't know. You know, if, I don't know if you guys know, I have a Medusa piercing. I've had it since I was 14 years old. I would probably re-pierce that because, I, or maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I got my second COVID shot. I'm breaking in Doc Martens. I feel like in the storybook of my life, this has been a painful, strange time. Yeah. 
No, that's def. I mean, that second dose, that double dip, that wiped me out for a good day, as I think yeah. most people did. It was just sort of like, you know what? It's a write-off. I wasn't quite there. I had a headache. I actually am really proud. I'm thankful for whoever wrote this part, is that they didn't take me down too hard, because I just couldn't. Work was just... Everyone that got their shot, I covered them the next day. Mm-hmm. Um Everyone did in my workplace, actually, which is amazing. Like, nobody was weird about wearing masks. No one was weird about getting their shots. Everyone was really on the same page, which was awesome. Um, But I definitely, there was one girl at work who didn't feel a thing. She was totally fine, ready to go. And then everybody else really hit the dust. Like, three or four days of not feeling good. So I'm really glad that I got away with just some hurting feet. Yeah. And, And also, breaking in these docks, I haven't made it home once yet with them on. Okay. So by the end of my walk, I am walking barefoot down my very affluent neighborhood's road with a pair of docks proudly in my arms like they're my babies. Hmm. And Do you usually, ever just like tie the laces together and throw them over your shoulder? Exactly. And usually the phone is in there playing some music. Like I was listening to The Clash, like really hurting my feet today. And I was like, man, nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing's changed. That's, I mean, The Clash is timeless. Forever. Yeah, one hundred percent. Have you ever heard? You ever listened to like Big Audio Dynamite? I don't know what that is. That was um, ah, oh, crap. What's his was name? Was it Joe Strummer's like no, side project? No, no, no. Joe Strummer. I think he went on to do Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros. Right. I don't know if you, there was another you band have in a between. Favorite, you have a favorite song out of that X-ray that style. Yes, the song that um, you've shared with me. Big Audio Dynamite um, was the. I believe it was Mick Jones. I'm pissed that I don't know that, but I, I don't recognize that. So I would have to do some research, and I'm sure there's some killer tracks that I would really love to Yeah. Hear. And there was a track. What was it? E equals MC Square. E equals MC eh. Square. And it's one of those things that um, I'm pretty sure it's Mick Jones. Somebody tell me if I'm wrong, or I'll just check at some point later, that it wasn't Mick Jones from The Clash, who then started the big audio dynamite. Yeah, uh, but you can really hear, like, it's very clashy. Mm. But it's like if The Clash was around in the 80s without Joe Strummer. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I can I can vision that. I can I get there. Um, well, we're on the back of it anyways. I, Jess, did you want to tell the audience that you've just moved and got all your shit together? And, oh. Yeah. Am I spoiling the the whole closet thing? I don't that know. That whole closet bit that I made up and then didn't really have anywhere to go with it. It's yeah. Jess. Jess yeah, is in it's, a closet. I'm in a closet. I'm actually getting warmer as we speak. So this is definitely uh, so far in the time that I've done recording just for like the radio. I've only been recording at maybe like 20 minute little stints. So... There is this is the most soundproof place in the house right now. I might have to open the uh, the door, the door uh, just to get some air in because uh, who's Aaron? <laughs> because I, I can feel my laptop getting hotter. Ah, yeah, by the so, end of this, Jess will be sweating and his wife beater being like, "I'm sorry, Mama." Uh, <laughs> I need a man to man. Yeah, a big yeah. Eminem fan there. There we go. I have um, big dreams for this room, and this is this is definitely testing it to its maximums. But yeah, yeah. I've just moved. Um, I gave Candace the tour 
Thank um, you. It was, it was a great tour of, of the place. It's really there's a lot of room in here. I'm they very have a chandelier, y'all. Yeah, it's a chandelier. I'm pretty sure it's the original chandelier, and it still has all its pieces. Yeah. I almost feel like you guys should just like take that all apart and give it a really good clean. Unless they do that, I just I couldn't see it well enough. But I just love cleaning crystal. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Makes it no. just shine that. Yeah. I don't know if it's crystal. What is it? I I saw it through a through a uh, webcam. I, I have I have walked into it several times because it's my height. I'm sure you have. Uh, well, since we have kind of, we've already started a music-heavy episode, as we always do, Jess, I wanted to in- invite you to share your songs that floored you this week, because I've heard that you have some, I or do. one, or two, maybe six. See, that's the thing, is that I had one that, you know when you have those moments and like a song leaps into your head? At, at one point, you're just like, yes, oh, I, f- I forgot about that song, and it's amazing. Um, that happened to me, and it, was, it wasn't it was so much that the song leapt into my head. It was a scene from uh, a Beavis and Butthead episode. Oh, yeah. And it was just them reacting to the song that was playing, and I was like, oh, right, I forgot about it. What was that song? Um, and it's this song that's kind of like a nice sort of grungy sludgy stoner metal i guess you want to call it um and uh yeah and then basically it's got this one line in the main chorus i guess you could call it uh and it just goes like like it was like there was a sheep that was really um let me try yeah (laughs) no (laughs) now you really got the ba. Ah. And that was the and that was the bit that uh, uh Beavis and Butthead just like leapt on and like rocked out to. Uh mm-hmm. the song is called Dust Devil by the Butthole Surfers oh. and it's Oh my god, it's so good. It's like I didn't I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew buttholes were going to be involved <laughs> somewhere. And somewhere. Yeah. And some kind of like aquatic sport. <laughs> yeah, great. Love the song. Um, love buttholes. Love mm-hmm. surfing. But mm-hmm. that song is not on Spotify anywhere. So it's, I did it's, not know that. It's, it's off of, I believe, I don't know if it's their first album, but it's off an earlier album, Independent Worm Saloon, which has all the good ones on there. Who was in my room last night and others. Um, and uh, so it's not on so there. So you're telling me the whole album isn't on there? The whole album is not on Spotify. You cannot listen to it. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Ain't, that a, ain't that a kick in the head? Um, it's a kick in the butthole. So I was like, I, I feel like, okay, well, now I need to put something else in that place because I need another song that floored me. I'm gonna, not going to lie. yeah, this, this, the playlist lives on Spotify, so it's true. That's true. The song that floored me, first time I heard, heard it, didn't hear it, did not floor me. I was just kind of like, oh. eh, meh, I don't know. It's not that great. But then I've listened to it again recently, and... Oh my God, I freaking love this tune. It is ah. consistently flooring me. And it's like my get up in the morning and get the day started kind of song. We need those. That's, uh, uh, oh crap. The Darkness? Oh. You know the one? Well, I, uh, there's a couple from The Darkness. But it's like the main Darkness the, song. I believe in a thing called love. Yes. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. There's a chance we can make it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the winner. I believe in a thing called love. Yeah. 
because it's also, you know what? Yeah, it's got all those crazy high vocals and a key change, I think. I'm touching you. Yeah, I like that song. I was the perfect age when that came out because, like, I know that Steel Panther, like, tried to do that, too, where they're... I'm confused about Steel Panther, though, because they seem like they're old enough to have actually performed. Like, I don't know. And so does the darkness, actually. But yeah. they're they're almost like mock rock. Like, they're like, like, weren't they? Sub- Maybe I'm missing the point, just like with Dr. Hook, where I thought they were joking. I felt like it was kind of like a revamping of the glam rock scene. But it was like the early or mid 2000s. So... You know, I loved Motley Crue and I loved Judas Priest and I loved all of these like, you know, hair metal kind of shit, just rock music in general. So it felt like they were like that it was sort of doing it in jest. I don't know, but I liked it. Yeah, I don't really know if it was or if they're just sort of like, uh, hey, you know what? Nobody's doing right now. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a good angle, like for making tunes. But whereas there's there isn't this happening in the world of music, if but, we can do it and do it really good, which then, they are really yeah. good at what they do. I also think that there was like a bit of a resurgence of that because like even Ashley Simpson was wearing Motley Crue shirts in her music videos. So, but that is like tale as old as time. I don't really see it going. I still see it and. Uh, we've talked about my love of Motley Crue on the show before and how it's sort of like a uh, dirty secret now, but I I just love music. I love rock and roll, and that really spoke to my soul at that age. So, yes, I believe in a thing called love, mm-hmm. and I, That's and my I do. Did you ever hear the, Chris, the, the Darkness is Christmas song? Definitely, yes. <laughs> well, because back in those days, too, there was, I think, Music World. I can't remember what the music store's name was but we used to always go there and beg for their like old promotional stuff yeah so we got like a huge darkness poster uh that uh my friend put on the whole roof of her bedroom along with you know whatever other posters we could stick on there but that was around christmas time and i remember them telling us about the christmas stuff and and i yeah it's fun i love a christmas tune me, um, I like, it's got to be, you know, it's specific. <laughs> okay, so those are your two. Yeah. Well, one of them the can exist on the list. The other one, unfortunately, just my pen. just just tell those people out there in Radio Land to just I'll give just, it a listen. I'll just post a picture of a butthole. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, let them do the rest. So I think that <laughs> the intro of my song, Staphylogy, has to be like, one, two, three, four, or... One, two, three, four. Whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like um, the second one. We'll. I'll you cut do? Out, I'll cut out the first. I won't cut out the first. No. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know. I wanted to give you both options. Mm-hmm. The thing here is, is that um, I love the Ramones, right? Hell yeah. Love the Ram ones. <laughs> I'm gonna put this away. Um. So I was listening to some, and I also love cover tunes, which just. I know you do too. Hell yeah, I do. And the Ramones have some real good covers. What is your favorite? Just off the top of your head. Oh, uh, I don't want to grow up. Ah, so Baby I Love You, I shared that with you the other day because I felt almost bad enjoying it to the point that I was without you. Uh, Phil Spector got into the beds of the Ramones. Um, And Baby I Love You, I think, was released on End of a Century. What is it? Uh, yeah, end of the century. But 
Joey. Hole. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Sorry. Hole. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Joey Ramone. I'm fucking up right now. Joey's the tall Marfan's frontman, right? Or is it Johnny Ramone? What the fuck? Which, Joey. It's Joey. Joey Ramone. Oh, my God. Yes. I don't know. It's yeah. Joey. Joey. I'm just. He's okay. the the tall guy looks like an alien kind of. Yes. Yeah. The best. Mm-hmm. Um Joey is the only Ramon in that song. On the baby really? I love you. Yeah. Um and apparently the whole band hated it including him. But I'm so thankful that they did it cuz I love it. Mhm. He really I try He didn't he later release like a solo album like before his before he passed away. He released a solo album that had a Louis Armstrong tune on it. What a Wonderful World. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I actually, I can't remember if that happened. I know that's on my list because I started thinking to myself, hey, man, the Ramones have done some great covers. I don't want to grow up. Tom Waits, which one you just said. Mm -hmm. Uh, What a Wonderful World. Fucking balls to the walls. Awesome. Um, But then one of my all-time favorites. So... This week, I am putting two on the Songs That Floored You charts of Candace and Jess, Baby I Love You, originally done by the Ros- Rosanettes, um, I think. Uh, the Ronettes. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, Hold on. You you keep talking. I'll me. take a look. I'll... No, I'm just screwing up, but I know it's true. And um, it's the Ronettes, right? Still looking. Okay. Still looking. Um, but anyways. Yes, the Ronettes, I yes, believe. Or hold on, maybe it's just going back further than that. Well. Uh, yes, yes, Ronettes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Had it written down really badly, but I know it. Why? I question. I scare. I you jump know, from the truth. So I know it's probably like not this because I imagine that the Ronettes were like, uh, I want to say like a female, like an all female group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're, they're a female trio from Spanish Harlem. Mm-hmm. Very, very Phil cool. Spectre, yep. uh, or is it just Harlem? I don't know if Spanish Harlem and Harlem. I don't know. I didn't look at a map. This is getting... I'm doing too much research. Um, yeah. Honestly, I was really hoping that it would just be like three or four middle-aged guys all named Ron. Oh, yeah. That aren't like, you know, they maybe their like suits are a little too small and they're like, they have like, one of them has like a very bad comb over and also the rest of them also do. Right. Yeah. The yeah, they're the, the Ronettes. Ron- they're like, yeah. hey, we're the Ronettes. We're going to sing this song. We're a set of Rons. Mm-hmm. We're the Ron We're a sets. set. You, hey, by coming to this show, you have collected the set of Rons. <sighs> and then they but... all collectively sigh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but the Searchers, okay? There is a song in there that the Ramones also cover called Needles and Pins. And oh, oh my yeah. God, how much do I love that song? Also, in the way way back machine i did a cover of that with a dear friend um in like a you know singing it together kind of thing it was yeah. really nice if i can find the recording i will find it for you guys but i know it's on a cd somewhere i just don't know if i have it on a computer or anything like that but baby i love you 
We I don't want to grow up. We got needles and pins and we've got what a wonderful world. And there's oh surfing bird. Surfing bird. Did Oh wait. Did the Ramones do Runaway? Like Del like, Shannon? I'm walking the yeah. night. <laughs> well, I don't know if they did, but I um think it would sound great if they did. Huh. The Are mis- you now? The Misfits did. So yeah. I was just thinking about that one. I was like, did they? Oh, That'd so you're I great. thought you were just looking at Misfit covers. I no. mean Ramones covers. Ram ones. The Ram ones. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. Huh. God, guys. We just need to have a music podcast because, like, that's... Uh, that's true. That's I think Dee Dee Ramone did. He did what? I, I think he did a cover of Runaway. Oh, I like that. I can't check it out because that would... I don't want to... Dee Dee, you fucker. Just always having a bad time. Aw. Um, poor, poor little scamp. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's it. That's it. The end. End yeah. of bit. Yeah. Now the everyone, fucking end. Everyone uh, that's listening, you may now sit in silence uh, for the next uh, until we tell you that we're, we have prepared uh, the next thing that to set it up. Um, yeah. The next bit, if you will. Do the hustle. Now do the hustle. Okay. So, Candace. Yes, Jess. <laughs> I, uh, I can't help but notice that you brought a book today. I did. Oh, I brought good. a book. I brought a book. And, um, of course, the first thing this book makes me think of is a musical thing. Mm-hmm. A song. Ooh. An album. A collection of songs. A musical thing. I actually had a thought that this actually this is going to connect back to a songs that floored you. Really? Yeah. That uh, that we that we put years, like way long ago. Okay. Maybe not years ago, because I don't think we've been doing it for that long. But this might have been one of the first songs that floored you. When I was looking at the cover, you you know what? I'll hold on to my thought, because it also reminded me of a musical thing. I just want to say that. The oh, End by okay. Jess. The End by Jess. So, this <laughs> book, you won't forget, right? No, 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 I no, no. I want to know. No, I got it. It's like locked in. Okay. Heard that before. So, <laughs> I... You know, have some house plants. I have a couple, like maybe like thirty-two of them. Have you named them? Oh, lots of them have names. Some of them don't. Some of them I've had for like twelve years, and they got names. Uh, one of my biggest guys, his name's Phil, P H I L, uh, chlorophyll, right? Ooh. Uh, so he's been giving me lots of babies. I've been just repotting these babies, repotting these babies. And I was telling my friend, I was like, oh, my gosh, Dana, like, I got all these babies from Phil. And she said, well, those would be his children. Uh, ah, I love really it. Really good one, Dana. Why mm-hmm. don't you just fucking make a podcast for us all to laugh at? You clever little lady. So anyways, <laughs> there's houseplants all over my house. But, you know, sometimes houseplants are tough. You can't make them happy no matter what you do. Not in my house because I'm a green thumb, okay? Mm-hmm. They're all happy, but I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. Some people have a troubles. Um, this book right here is about a houseplant that was having some problems. What this reminds me of is Plantasia, okay? Great album that you put on for your plants, music for plants. Oh. If you haven't heard about it, it's online. It's a great album. 
if it's not really for plants, it is for the plant inside your brain because it makes you feel really good. I thought Plantasia was that uh, it was a failed Disney animation um, (laughs) that was uh, it was classical music uh, and then um, all uh, drawn interpretively by plants. Right. And it was failed because like Walt Disney, he started the idea and then realized that plants can't draw. Yeah, and that was why he killed himself. That's apparently, <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. Uh, so sad. Uh. Really, um, you know, plants are plants are not, and plants are tough. Mm-hmm. So the owner of, well, not the owner, no one owns a plant, but the, the person that was hosting the plant in their house yeah. would play Plantasia, would water him frequently, him, them, plant, mm-hmm. the plant, um, they would, you know, do all the things, aerate the soil, make sure the roots are happy, make sure the leaves are all happy, all that stuff. But this plant could just not be soothed, okay? This plant wanted a house of his own, wanted a life of his own, okay? So this book is about the first house plant to move out. That's, ah. that's just what this pl- this book is about. Unfortunately, he is a plant, right? Hey, Candace. So he's got... Yeah. Sorry to sorry to like uh, uh, derail you here for just a moment. What's the name of the book? Oh, the psychic power of plants. Ooh, by uh, John Whitman. Ooh, love it. <laughs> oh shit! Right, I'm just supposed to do that. I thought there was something there, but yeah. Nope, okay, that so was today just, I'm uh... doing. A book called The Psychic Power of Plants, which I've kind of ignored a bit because I feel like it should just be called The Secret Power of Plants. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fantastic revelations about the secret life of plants. So the secret life of this plant is that he moved out, okay? Yeah. Um, he's not. He's got a big brain. But the thing is, is plants have roots. Definitely. So he, he can't, like, completely just be, like, a traveler. So what happened was is he ended up rooting just outside of his old home and he can see all of his old roommates that he hates. Yeah. Through the he's window. Like, he's like, I'm so he's moving just, out. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. He's kind of just sitting across the street cranky about it. But I think that he'll be able like this book is about him getting comfort and finding the, spl- the place that he needs in life. Yeah. Um, getting in, big... getting in, getting settled. Yeah, big tree, tiny um, trunk. Stamen. Tiny stamen. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you, what were you thinking about with the songs of Florida? So I just can't. with with this with this book, the psychic power of plants and that great cover, the like the like the broccoli brain tree <laughs> with the eyes in it and all that kind of stuff. I could only think of one song. Which is uh, Supernature by Cerrone. Oh, yes. Which is that weird, like, in the future, plants will take over and I don't know. Was that a song you suggested? Yes, it was. It right. was a song I was that... wondering, I couldn't remember if that was a listener one or if it was yours. No, that was for me. That was one that I, it, it pops up occasionally on the on my playlists at, uh, at Winchester today. And uh, yeah, and when it does, I'm I'm thrilled. It's a great song. It's a great little. T- I love anything that's like, hey, this song's a post-apocalyptic song from the '70s that yeah. combines disco and dystopian future where plants win. I can really dig that too. 
And if you ever get close to a human. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, yeah, this is a book about a, a runaway plant. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Run, yeah. Did Work. he run away or did he give like proper notice? And then, oh, no. no. No, no, no. He is out. Yeah. And, it, and I think the communication was an issue, right? Fair enough. Um, yeah. I don't know exactly how this plant does it. I don't know if he like sends little seeds through the window and then regrows himself somewhere else and then lets the original plant die. Like, I don't know. That's for you to read about in the book. That's true. Um, I don't know if he just played dead and ended up getting thrown away because I think some people would give up on their plants pretty early and like let him go to the wayside. So I'm not sure. Um, what about what if it was uh, like uh, he was able to communicate? Sorry, they. I don't know if, if it's a gender. It's a he. We're saying he. He. Okay. Uh, he. What if he uh, was to communicate in the same way like Audrey too, which was uh, mostly singing and eating people. No. Well, <laughs> yeah, that could be very possible. I don't know if the point got across or if if this plant had to take matters into their own hands mm-hmm. and like get out, get out, get out. So I do just want to say that I love this cover. Okay. I want to say we're continuing the summer of sci-fi here on Candace and Jess. Sci- that's a psychic plant. Hell yeah, we are. Right. This is like, more. I feel like <laughs> it's kind of like your last book though, where it's like, is it sci-fi? Yes, I feel that yours is more sci-fi than my last one where I was just trying to shoehorn something in with a boat <laughs> to make a bunch right. of hornblower references. Right. We were having fun with hornblowing. So, mm-hmm. but I love this cover. I love this little bush tree guy. Um, the blue sky in the background, the very red letters i absolutely love this book and i think i'm gonna read it i think i'm gonna read it on my vacation yeah it's really falling apart um and i don't know if it's like what i want to read or not the other problem is is there's a book i want to read but i also think i want to judge it so i can't yet Mm. well what have i done and what have i not done i'll figure it out but summer sci-fi guys Yep. Continuing on, um, and that, because I didn't read the name in the beginning, <laughs> that was The Psychic Power of Plants by author John Whitman, okay? Ooh. It's, a star, it's by Star Books is the publisher, if you needed to know. Um, so you have some questions for me about this book there, Jess? Do I ever. Candace, what... When would you say this book was written? I would say this book was written in 1976. Um, it was a great year for houseplants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually, I think that was, they, they called it the houseplant year. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm and pretty. And they didn't then, they do now. They do now. I think uh, uh, that uh, all those, that, that giant begonia bush won the Nobel Peace Prize mm. in 76. Yeah. Yeah. That's. <laughs> My feet are ripped apart, y'all. I really just tried to fake it. I tried to pretend. Nah, no. they're fine. Oh. They're fucking like, what? Dang. Uh, good thing I'm not going to have to wear any shoes for like mm-hmm. a whole 10 days. No shoes walking on your hands. That's how Candace does vacations. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even have to leave the house as long as I can walk on mm-hmm. my hands. Yeah. Could you imagine if you like set up monkey bars in your house? 
like through yes. on the ceiling. So that way, if you're like, oh, my feet need a rest, you could just like jump up to the ceiling and like do, 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 do. Yeah. Just move I yourself could. around. Okay. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Candace. Yes, Jess. I have a second question for you. Okay. That I'm going to ask uh, right now. Who would you recommend this book for? I recommend this book for anybody who's having trouble with a houseplant in their home because the answer may not be something that you can provide. Sometimes these things need more than your person can uh, can give them, and that's okay. A houseplant is just to be hosted and loved by you as long as you as the relationship works out you don't have to keep them forever if someone passes away and they leave a bunch of house plants behind you don't have to keep those okay no. i know you want to i know but like you don't have to um but you can you also can and then when you die someone else will feel guilty about taking them mm-hmm. and it's really it's the circle of life it's the really. vicious cycle of house plants yeah that's how that's the only way to get new house plants is only passed on in the, in somebody's will. Yeah. 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 Those other ones that like the ones you go with, like if you go to like the plant store, those are just rentals. You have to give yeah. those back after a mm-hmm. set amount of time. It's in but the small print. From dead people's houses too. Yeah, so. that's true. Uh, so can <laughs> so Candace. Yes, Jess. If you were to rate this here book on the Candace and Jess uh, food rating scale of rating books. Uh, highest being a noodle dish, uh, um, uh, as all uh, noodles are created e- e- as all noodles are created equal in the eyes of noodle Jesus, or perhaps even pasta Jesus, <laughs> which I think is the same kind of guy. Um, uh, or, or you got the other end of that there scale, and that is a gas station banana. Well, Jess. This book ranks high. Ooh. I adore it. I really do. Okay. Uh, it's a fucking noodle dish. Ooh. It's like a penne. Okay. With tons of broccoli and tons of cheese. Maybe mm. like a bechamel with some broccoli. And <sighs> yes. I was hoping you would go that route. Yeah. Like we're having broccoli because it's, you know, it's written out for you right there. Yeah. Plus broccoli, it makes me happy. Um. So, and so does noodles. I'm going to do some noodles and broccoli tonight in honor of this. Very nice. In honor of my first night to walk on my hands and just not give a fuck. Right on. That sounds yeah. really nice. Thank you. Hmm. And this has been Candace and Jess's book by its cover. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm pretty excited, guys. Yeah. Wish me luck. I hope to find some gold nuggets. Gold nugs. Getting that gold gonna get a new tooth yeah mm-hmm. and hopefully hopefully these fucking feet i'm really tough you guys i'm just gonna put on shoes that fit better and i can walk on these blisters but huh, mm-hmm. not fun not fun to hurt yourself no. on purpose for shoes just give just maybe not. give the docs a break i know but then you never break them in isn't there like other tricks that you can do to break in your break yeah, in your boots i don't want to do them Oh, okay. Do you have any? Do you have any really good ones? Off the top of my... I stick potatoes in my boots. And I'm like, okay. And you're like... the shape of my foot. That's true. And is it like... And But I mean, there's a lot of like room for error in that. It'd be like, just stick some potatoes in your boot. And I'm like, well, I might like 
cooking them? Am I right. mashing them beforehand? Like if I'm just filling my boots with mashed potatoes, I feel like I'm not going to be able to get them all, get all that out. People talk about putting water in a bag and then freezing it. Okay. So that it expands inside your boot. So you freeze your boot? I think so. Oh, I thought there was just a way where you just like, like hit it with a a blow dryer, right? And people wiggle do, it or something. Oh, well, people I don't know. say to just beat them up. Yeah. Do like, you have any friends a... that are like boxers? No, but I don't want to beat my brand new boots. That's true. Like I honestly think the only way to do it is just wear them. And if it wasn't for that walk home. I don't think I'd be in as bad shape as I am because just at work. You're not moving around. To, well, I am. Oh. I'm constantly, but I'm not doing full strides for 30 minutes. That's, I think is what the difference is. Yeah, that's true. That might, move, that might be where day. the boots are getting you. That's where the boots are getting you. The front, the back, the sides, the bottom. Mm-hmm. You could maybe, because- what if you just like kind of, what if you just like, you know, warmed them up a little bit, like turned the heat on in the house so they're naturally warm, and what if you just chewed on them a little bit? Okay, well, I'll try nibble. it. Like, you just so, get in there and just like... It's also been so hot that I really feel like when I'm walking home in these leather boots, I'm like, yeah, I'm stretching them. But, mm-hmm. you know, you guys, I'll give you a report. I won't be able to tell you much new stuff next episode because I will have not worn shoes, as we've discussed. Mm-hmm. But maybe in the following, so I'll let you know. If my feet fall off or if the boots break in, well, you'll know. One or the other. That's the only two outcomes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Well, that's been a really good time. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see the covers or this cover of the book as well as the rest of them, um, yeah. you can go ahead and look for them on Instagram or Twitter. And both of those way to find us is Candace and Jess. Or yeah. if you want to send us an email... Candice and Jess at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Drop us a line. Say And hey. if you care to notice, mm-hmm. uh, we do have the book covers on the stream as well. Mm-hmm. Or, or like the episode. Yeah. Picture. Yeah. So you'll see Broccoli Brains before you even go looking for it. Mm-hmm. Really. Mm-hmm. We made it easy for you. You just got to go in. You guys, there's still lots of merch on mm-hmm. the website. Go order it up. Make proud parents of us. Mm-hmm. Stick it um, to stuff. You stick it to stuff. Yeah, anything flat or even maybe something curved. It's really up Perhaps. to you. You can yeah. use your imagination. <laughs> yeah, and to everyone who has ordered merch, thanks a lot. That really means a lot to us. It's, yeah, it's everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've been listening to Candace and Jess Judge a book by a cover. By not just a cover. Mm-hmm. It's cover. It's cover. Um, no apostrophe. I've been Candace. And I have been Jess and will continue to be Jess until next time, as will Candace, unless we turn into plants. Yeah, it's things happen. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. hopefully I'll be. It is the summer of sci fi. There's no alternative ending. This is the ending. Yeah. Yeah. But we could. We could throw in an alternative ending right here where it's like, you've been listening to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. I'm Jess. I'm Melvin. And that's when the truth comes out. (laughs) Yeah. Melvin is... Can't trust him. No. 
untrustworthy Melvin. Uh, I'm going to just cue the outro music. Yeah, I think that's fine. <laughs>